Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. They call it overlanding. It's the latest outgrowth of off-roading. Rapidly growing in popularity over the last 10 years, overlanding is traveling long distances over primitive roads or no roads at all. Camping and getting to places that civilization doesn't reach. This is Topic C. This is not your father's off-roading people. When they talk about overlanding, they're talking about going beyond. Not even anymore where roads are a suggestion. We're even past that. This isn't Moab, and, you know, this isn't Jeep Jamboree. This is going off into the wilderness far, far, far off the grid. And honestly, you know, Americans have been doing that for years back, if you go 150 years ago, <laughs> where there were no roads at all. I guess you could argue that was over landing. You could. But let's talk about where this came from originally. Because I was surprised, did a little did a little lending. And let me first describe it. This is out of, I believe, Motor Trend. And this is what they said. Overlanding is self-reliant overland travel to remote destinations where the journey is the principal goal. Typically, but not exclusively, it's accomplished with mechanized off-road capable transport from bicycles to trucks where the principal form of lodging is camping, often lasting for extended periods of time, get this now, from months to years, and spanning international boundaries. That is what they call it. This combination of remote travel, off-roading, and camping goes back to the early 1900s of all places when Australia began to establish routes for long-distance travel within the continent. At that time, they were primarily used for trading farm animals. Individuals used these trade routes to transport livestock to market on foot. Years later, overlanding took a different meaning and would become an outdoorsman activity inspired by road builder, pioneer, and surveyor Leonard Len Bedell. Basically, I think they put it this way. If you were within shouting distance, I would say even within an hour of like a Taco Bell or something, you're not overlanding. What they're talking about is almost a pilgrimage, almost a religious experience. It is you, your wiles, and the, the tools you brought with you, which may include your vehicle. And it, you are the ultimate in self-reliancy because where you're going, as Doc Brown said in Back to the Future, roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. Imagine being that far out. One, I wonder how you could do that in the United States and not be guilty of trespassing, number one. Number two, you're probably talking about the western part of the country where you still have a lot of wide open, wide open. But the question is, if you get in trouble out there, you're in trouble out there because chances are you're in a place where even cell phone service is non-existent. Where, you know, I can't make a run to the nearest convenience store is not a thing. But I got a basic question. If I am that far off road, how, and I've got a, and I'm going to talk about one of these in a minute, one of these vehicles that is specifically set up for overlanding. If I've got a gasoline or a diesel powered vehicle and I am actually doing the real deal overlanding, how am I going to make sure I got enough um, gasoline or diesel fuel to get to where I'm going. 
wherever that is, however long I'm out there. It's a question that the article doesn't answer, but it'd be the first one I would ask because they talked about this one company and it's an interesting name. They call it Story... Let me get this right now. They talked about this company called Storyteller... Uh, let's see. Storyteller Overland. They developed a new Class C adventure truck aptly named The Hilt. And they introduced it at the Elkhart RV open house in Elkhart, Indiana. Makes sense. According to this company... When you're doing things highest and best, the biggest and most, you're doing it to the hilt. Okay. The popularity of overlanding has spawned an industry to support the hobby. Custom-built overlanding rigs can cost up to $250,000 and include enough amenities to qualify as glamping. And there's no rule that says you can't be comfortable on your trip. But again, the article doesn't address... It addresses my water needs. It addresses my power needs. It doesn't address my propulsion needs. And I seriously wonder about that. Because if I'm, gonna, if I'm that serious and I'm going to go that far, wouldn't it make more sense to develop some kind of solar slash wind slash some other kind of maybe fuel cell situation where I don't have to worry about fuel at all? Because it could be weeks or months till I even get near anything where I could get fuel, even if the settlement that I find or arrive at even supports that. I think that is the one glaring issue I have with the whole overlanding issue. That if it is, if you are going that far off road and they are very specific, that if you are not that far out in the boonies, you are not overlanding. And they said, don't get it twisted. You know, they said this is much, much, much more than off-roading. It is a whole nother level. This is one of those things where somebody says, I'm going to find myself, except not on the ocean where, you know, you get into a sailboat or a kayak and you sit across the world for six months, nine months, whatever. No, this is across land, but basically the same kind of thing to try to get back in touch with nature, kind of get back in touch with the human spirit and you and being capable and being able to overcome and being able to survive and to be able to innovate and to be able to deal with whatever the uh, environment throws at you, which you don't know what that could be. Overlanding. They talked about the hilt. And he said, the fella who, overla- the storyteller Overland, let me talk about this thing. Because I, yeah, this was, <laughs> this is crazy. He said, as with other high-end overlanding rigs from the outside, the hilt is made to appear rugged and tough. But step inside and you're surrounded by a comfortable, natural habitat that makes you feel at home. No matter how extreme the environment around you may be, glamping at its finest in this particular thing. Most overlanding rigs are essentially bespoke custom builds. And they talked about all sorts of stuff. Uh, his, though, this to the hilt, you ready for this? And he says affordable. Okay, brace yourself. $398,786 based on a Ram 5500 chassis, bespoke meaning built to order. And he says that's affordable. I guess it depends on your definition of affordable. Now, it's got a 120-gallon freshwater tank, 52-gallon fuel tank, which is helpful, 
uh, which allows for more adventure in between resupply trips. But 52 gallons in a 5,500 Class C truck ain't going to get you that far. So I still ask my question. It's more than normal. A one-ton pickup is a 35-gallon tank. But even at 52, meh, I don't know. I don't know. I would want to build something else into that. Uh, it does have solar panels, and that's helpful, but not enough to operate the thing. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me next time right here. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.